Hi, superstars. Welcome back to the Awesome Overflow. This is your Awesome Overflow for September of 2021. I'm joined this month by a voice you guys haven't heard from for a while because she's been a real busy lady. She and I haven't even gotten to catch up as much as we normally do. Believe it or not, I am joined by my sister and sort of awesome regular Emily Harris. Hi, Emily. Hi, Meg. Thanks for having me on again. I am so thankful. Thank you for your flexibility. We've had a hard time mashing and meshing our schedules this month so we could have an overflow conversation. In fact, it's 830 in the evening, which for a variety of people is like, hey, let's get the evening started. Let's enjoy. (laughs) You and I are like barely hanging on at this point. I am. I'm so tired. (laughs) So tired. In my house, you guys, I just need to be, everyone be prepared. Now, Emily, it looks like you're you're like almost soundproof, like nobody's around you. No one's annoying you. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) For the most part. Two dogs. Yeah. Two two dogs keeping you company. Um, In our home, I'm in the dining room. There's there's no way. Everyone's at home. Some some people are asleep. Some Mm -hmm. people are in the living room watching TV. One human is in here in the dining room doing her homework. Someone ordered Chinese food that'll be here in a little bit. Order Chinese food. AJ did. It's a long story. She slept through dinner. It's a whole thing. Okay. It's just, there's a lot going on, even though it's 830 at night and even though I'm exhausted. But I'll tell you what, I made a cup of tea. This okay. is this is awesome recommended and awesome approved. I believe it was Superstar Willow who recommended this, but please forgive me if I am not remembering that correctly. But this is the Celestial Seasonings Vermont Maple ginger tea. I it's it's a revelation. It's it she said it was like fall in a cup. Mm-hmm. Emily, oh my gosh, and it's herbal. So you can drink it in the evening. Right. And it's not going to keep you up all night. Um it smells so good. It smells so good. I'm like it this was worth staying good. up for to record cuz this yes. tea is going to be so delicious. It's so yummy. Good. Okay. So, here's the thing. Like I said, you and I have not even had a chance. We've done some FaceTime. Of course, we text, you know, about every yeah. day, every other day. Just, you know, we'll send each other screenshots or like, "Hey, did you know this?" I mean, we we kind yes. of touch base. Mm-hmm. But the school year started for you again. How many years of teaching is this for you, my friend? This is my 19th year. 19. I knew that you were approaching 20. I wasn't sure if this yes. was the 20th year yet or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the school year started for you back in August, right? Yes. Back in August. And it's been a whirlwind since then. But something I don't think the superstars know yet. Some people who follow you on social media know this. You before the school year started, you had a pretty big life event happen. Would you like to give us the recap on that? Yes. My boyfriend Matt and I got engaged. Got engaged. So now he's somebody's getting married. Yes. Okay. Um, and so that was in June. Yes, that was the end of June. Yes. And so you guys set a wedding date for June is uh, yes, so we'll be getting married in June of next year. Mm-hmm. Very yes. uh, soon after school is out. Yeah, that's right. So, so all the congratulations, all the golden confetti flying for that you. exciting development. Thank you. So that happened. Then the school year started. Yes. Now this time last year, 
I think it's safe to say you were going through it. Oh, yeah. We all were. All of us teachers were. Absolutely. And kids and parents. Everybody. Everybody. At the time, you were teaching in two contexts. You were teaching online students and in-classroom, in-person students. Yes. Is that how your school year looks this year? How, How are things different a year ago, like from a year ago to now? Well, thankfully, no, we are not teaching students remotely, thankfully, because that just about broke all of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's very different. Um, yeah. So I would say that things are sort of back to normal. I mean, obviously, COVID is still a thing. Yeah. And we have kids, you know, and teachers and, you know, people getting it and getting sick and being out. Yes. I have had some parents reach out to me asking about trying to do the work remotely. And we are all like, you can get it when you get back. <laughs> oh, you, you mean can like do the, the work? The kids make up work. Yes. Like okay. they can just make it up like usual instead right, right, of right, right. trying to do it at home. Like it's just too much. Yes. Yeah. And yes. plus they get time. If they yeah. if they come up, um, come in with a parent note or a doctor note, they get as many days to make up their work as they were out. So yeah. that's really not a big like, deal. That's kind of like the normal sick policy though, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's standard. Yeah, totally. Okay. So, well, so, so you got engaged, started yes. a new school year. Then you also then got COVID. We got sick. Yes. You and Matt both. <laughs> it, took, it took about six weeks, mm-hmm. maybe five. It's been, yeah, it took about five weeks. I... So this was a Thursday. I called Matt at lunch and I was like, hey, um, my throat hurts. So I'm going to get tested in the nurse's clinic. And he was like, well, I wasn't really going to tell you, but uh, I don't feel good either. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out. Yeah. Okay. Um, So just to clarify, both of you had been vaccinated back in the spring. Yes. Both of us had had been vaccinated in March. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead and got tested in the nurses' clinic. Now, our school is really good about testing. Our school district is really good about testing. The only thing is, is the tests they do are rapid tests, which are not super effective. I don't know if you've heard that, but they're not like super, yeah, accurate. I I, yeah, I actually didn't know that until you were needing to get tested and you'd gotten, in fact, I think you got two negative rapid tests, but just still were feeling so crummy. And so uh, up until that point, I did not know there was a difference. I mean, it it makes sense. Like if you take your child in for a strep test, they do, they can do Uh a rapid test, which, you know, with strep, it's almost always pretty accurate, but sometimes Mm -hmm. they will go ahead and send away the actual culture to see if it's actually strep. But yeah. Yeah, so you did the rapid test twice. Both were negative. Yes, both were negative. And then, you know, Saturday and Sunday, this is what I told people. I started to feel a little bit better. I went to bed Sunday night, and then Monday morning woke up, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, Mm. I woke up early, which I never do. Like, I woke up before my alarm, and I went and sat in a hot bath. And I got out of the bath, and I was like, I told Matt, I was like, I don't think I can go to work today. Yes. And I mean, it was just so bad. It was the fever and the coughing and the chills. I mean, it just like all hit mm. all at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, you know, calling in, getting everything taken care of and then t- tested later that day. And it came back positive about 36 hours later. Okay. 
And so you were out of school yourself for a little while. I was out for a week. So in our district, I know everybody's doing it differently, but we're kind of going by what the CDC is saying right now. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that, um, I think this is right, that 10 days after your symptoms start, you should be good to go back to school and work. Mm -hmm. So since my symptoms started on that Thursday, um, I was out till two Mondays later. Mm. Okay. Yeah. A full week. Yeah. 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 Oh goodness! But you're you've mostly recovered. You feel? Yeah. Except I know you did say you're tired, but once you kind of got through the like the crux of the symptoms, did yes. you feel like you kind of bounced back yeah. to feeling more like yeah. yourself? Okay. I was sick for probably. I think we both were sick, really sick for probably four or five days, and then you know, like we both still have a cough. We're both still mm-hmm. taking Mucinix. You know, sure. Two yes. weeks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we definitely feel better. Well, right on the good thing you were feeling better because right on the heels of that, then what happened? Then we moved. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. We had uh, five days <laughs> from the time you, we got better. When you were in the, the absolute heart of darkness of your symptoms, you texted me and you were like, we're moving the next weekend and not a box yeah. is packed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh no. I got to tell you, this is the least prepared that I have ever been. Like, I mean, you know, you and I growing up, we have become professional movers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved so much. So we know the game of moving. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I'm telling you, like, that first week back at school after being out sick, I would come home and I'd be like, I can't do anything because I would get so winded so easily. I would get so tired so easily. And I'm telling you, it was just, yeah, we just threw everything together, everything. But you know what, though? I'm sitting in our new huge apartment. Yes. Everything's fine. Our bedroom's not put together at all. I don't care. Yeah. That's absolutely. Fine. Mm-hmm. We got it done. We turned the keys into the old place like an hour early. Look at you guys yeah. rocking it out. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. You've done a few things since the last time we get to, we've gotten to talk, sit down and talk and catch up everybody on what's going on. So my goodness, that was quite a stretch. I'm so glad for you that you've gotten all moved in and that you've gotten through all the COVID symptoms, gotten the school year off to a great start. Are you ready for like a stretch of boring, please? Like absolutely. Would you, can you even imagine the feeling of being bored? (laughs) No, no, not at all. I leave work right when I can, like 15 minutes after the last bell rings. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything after school these days. I'm just going home. I'm relaxing. It's very nice. Good. I I like the boringness. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Well, here's a few things to catch up on on my end of things. Yes. Okay, so first of all, here is a story. I'm going to try to okay. condense it. I'm I'm really bad at... <laughs> Sometimes I get lost in the weeds. I understand this is a... I understand this is an Enneagram 9 thing. I've always heard this. Enneagram 9s okay. tend to ramble, and it's hard to get down to the concise <laughs> meat of the story. See, I'm already doing it. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. Um, I wrote and submitted a book proposal. And then immediately within hours of turning it in, I was like, I don't want to write that book. 
So oh, wait, okay. Well, can I ask a clarifying question? <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll tell you the whole thing. Okay. That's, I just wanted to, it's just spoiler alert from the top. Just, here it all is. <laughs> yes. You just warm, warm vomited over everybody. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Do you not want to write it because you've written a book and you know how laborious it is? Mm, that's a big or part Or you don't of it. like the topic? That's the other part of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me all the things. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot, but I'm just going to tell y'all because I think it's important <laughs> that, that we tell each other these stories to kind of like, if for one thing, you can be like, well, at least I've never done anything that dumb, dumb. No, I'm just kidding. I, I actually don't feel that dumb about it, but I'm going to tell the whole story. Okay. So last spring, um, early last spring, um, an editor for a Catholic publisher, book publisher, yes. approached me through a mutual friend, reached out to me um, and said, hey, I'm so-and-so from this Catholic publisher and just wondering if you want to talk. Um, you know, it seems like you've gotten so you've got a great thing going with sort of awesome the podcast and I really like some of the topics you've covered. You want to talk, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, we tried, we kind of went back and forth emailing tried to set up a day, had to cancel, blah. That was actually also just like a couple of weeks before I found out I was pregnant. So then I was in newly pregnancy phase and trying to like recover from the shock of that and also just not feeling great. And then early June came around, we lost the baby and then the summer. And so like, I just kind of had put it to the back of my mind Yeah. Um, until really until a about the end of July or early August. So I reached back out to the book editor mm-hmm. and said, Hey, I've had some time to think about things. I actually have a really, a, a book idea I'm really excited about. I really like the mm-hmm. idea of writing a book that's kind of along the lines of Mary for everyone. You know, I love mm-hmm. Mama Mary, the Blessed yes. Virgin Mary. I have a lot of big things and a lot of big feelings, things I think about her, feelings I have about her. So I was thinking I could create this book that kind of bridges understanding between Protestant Christians and Catholic Christians about Mary. Mm -hmm. Like I had a whole context. So -hmm. she's like, love it. Let's do it. Write up the proposal. She gave me a deadline for the proposal. She was like, write up the proposal and then we'll meet back together. You turn in your proposal. So I was like, sure. Okay. And so I got to work on the, on this book proposal. I actually did a lot of like thinking about it in my mind, not so much writing. And then I Mm -hmm. kind of condensed all of the writing because a book proposal is no small thing. It's a lot of thinking and writing. You have to do like your whole table of contents, a sample chapter. So that was thousands and thousands of words. And the whole time I was writing it, I was like, golly, this is hard. Like, mm-hmm. it was so hard. And I thought, am I just really this rusty at writing? Which, and number one, yes, I do think I am. I haven't okay. actually like used those writing muscles in a long time. Mm-hmm. But just writing the sample chapter was like, just like trudging through molasses. Okay. To get that written. So I did it, though. I felt like, okay, I have this deadline. We're going to meet. I'm just going to turn it in. So I did. And I felt really proud of myself that I got that done. Mm -hmm. We had a meeting. She kind of gave me some ideas for when we might, you know, touch base again and those types of things. And like, I am not kidding you, Emily. Before the end of the day, I just had this pit in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking, like, am I not feeling great about this because I'm like, nervous or scared or like, am I thinking like, am I having some imposter syndrome or anything like that? Like, Oh, I can't write a book. 
and I so I took some time to really pray and discern and just really try to listen to my intuition, listen to what the Holy Spirit was saying, all of that. And I was like, you know what? I don't think that's it. Like, I don't think that I'm like, I can't write a book. I just was like, I don't want to write this book. And also, mm-hmm. I don't want to write a book right now. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Here's your answer to all of the yes. all of the things. <laughs> so, I had to reach back out and just say, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. This was a really great um, endeavor for me to, you know, use those writing skills again, use my writing muscles to really think about Mary in this way. Like I just, I was like, basically like, thank you for your time. I'm going to pass on this project. The one that I created. (laughs) The one that I thought up. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) So that was a whole thing that happened. Um, Did you get a response? Yes, and she was very, very gracious, and okay, you know, as you can imagine, it's just like hey, who knows? Maybe on down the road we'll reconnect and blah blah blah. We, we left it open ended. Yeah. I'll say that she was very nice and very gracious about it, and totally understanding. Um, and so, so yeah, that was a thing that. And afterwards, I just I really felt like so embarrassed for myself, even though like why do not, you feel embarrassed? It felt like it was a bad idea, but it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Well, okay. Was it if it was a different topic? Would you feel different? And so or I've thought you just about don't that. Write a book? I've thought about that too. I've thought a lot about that, and I just think this is not the time for me to write a book. Yeah. That's not the first time somebody has approached me since sort of awesome began. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a couple of book agents reach out and just be like, "Hey, you have any book ideas?" And every time I'm like, "Do I?" This was mm-hmm. the first time that I thought in the in the beginning stages of it. This was the mm-hmm. first time I thought. I think I have enough passion and energy about this topic to sustain the process of writing a book. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, and then inevitably I was just like, no, I don't think this is the right time. It's maybe not even the right topic. I just had to like really dial into that. Um, Another thing too, that was kind of um, unexpected that happened in the past month, you know, the last time I was on the overflow conversation um, I had with Rebecca. I was like so excited for our school year to start. Or was it? Yeah, I think it was Rebecca that was last month. I record a lot of episodes. I never know what's airing when. I literally don't. I'm like, oh, surprise. That's That just dropped. Okay. Um, but I was talking to her about how I was so excited because we have a really great teacher this year that we really connected with. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, sometimes things fall apart and without going into details, she's not going to be our teacher. There's been a whole bunch of confusion and... Are you talking about for the twins? For the twins. So, yeah. So, just to kind of catch people up, especially if you're new to being a superstar, you might not have heard past episodes, which you can. You can go back and listen to everything since Mm -hmm. 2016 when we started the Patreon. Um, But in the context that we're doing homeschooling, we are assigned a teacher who you know, gives us curriculum that we can work on. The curriculum is mostly online, checks in Mm -hmm. on us, comes to the house once a week to work with the twins. We were assigned a really amazing teacher. I adored her. And again, I don't want to go into the details because it involves some privacy stuff, not on our end. We just were like bystanders or whatever, but um, she's not going to be our teacher. And we got assigned, eventually assigned to someone else. But in the meantime, there was all this logistical stuff going on with the school itself. And I, couldn't mm-hmm. get anybody to communicate with me. And so for the past entire month of September, I've been actually, Emily, it's been kind of a disaster. I've Aww. been 
actually like teaching the twins yeah. elementary curriculum, which <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I do have a degree in education. But it's secondary English. It's secondary English. And I... I'm just like making up stuff every day because I don't know what I don't have yeah. any. We don't have a teacher. We have been suspended in the atmosphere in the third grade atmosphere. Up, have you had to come up with your own content? Yes. Dang. For reading, math, science, and social studies for third graders who are below grade level who have some challenges around learning. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm completely unprepared for this. Um, oh, so man. that's been very time and energy intensive and not, and it was also yes. not what I was prepared for. Right. Right. Anyway, finally today I heard back from one of the administrators for this, mm-hmm. um, online charter school and it's going to eventually get all straightened out, which the whole time I was like, I know this is going to get straightened out. I know that it is. Mm-hmm. They cannot leave us hanging the entire school year. Yeah. Um, but it was just a long time. And again, when you're having to create a curriculum, like That's every day. Insane. That is absolutely insane. Like teachers spend their summers yes. and even longer than that, like creating curriculum. And you just have to do it on the fly. To be like, <laughs> okay, twins, today I'm going to read to you The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Buckle up. No, I haven't read through them it's that. It's fine themes. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> um, so oh, September's gosh. been a wild ride, but I will tell you, I do want to tell you one very awesome thing that did happen. Okay. Through a connection um, here in town, um, what a local um, small business that's like a PR slash marketing slash design company, like a little boutique firm. They uh-huh. were doing their corporate retreat um, that they, you know, they normally work remote a lot, but they were all mm-hmm. coming together in person, doing a corporate retreat, meeting at one of the cool RT uh, hotels downtown mm-hmm. and um, one of the employees suggested that I might be able to come in and do a workshop for them on the Enneagram. Oh, how fun. It was so awesome. So I did it. Um, I Yay. was actually like a paid workshop presenter. Oh my gosh. How long was the workshop? It was two hours. My time was two hours. And so uh-huh. Speaking of creating things from scratch, I created a workbook with like a whole thing, whole walkthrough. I called it um, The Enneagram Goes to Work. And it was all like, half of it was just an overview of the Enneagram because my challenge was roughly a third of these employees, and there's only 19. Mm -hmm. So like roughly a third of them were very familiar with the Enneagram and knew their Enneagram number, like we're into it. A third of the company was like kind of familiar with the concept. And then the rest of them are like, what is Enneagram? I hate personality Mm. stuff, you know, like all of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yes. So my challenge was like to both teach to all, to all of those people and then show even as, and especially the reluctant or resistant ones, how this can apply in the bigger context. You had to differentiate your teaching. I did, Emily. So those (laughs) pedagogy classes from college came 
in handy. It really did. I'm not yeah. even kidding about Good. that. Good. Um, so I spent about half of my time doing like a broad overview of the Enneagram, its history, its roots, the nine types, blah, blah, blah. Then um, then I, we took a break. And then I really moved into more of the workshop part and had them work in their small group teams and talked about the triads and wings and arrows and all of this. And then we did a little question and answer at the end. The time flew by. It was so awesome. I loved every minute of it. So, did they seem to like it? Yeah, they did. They really did. It was How great. many people were there? There were 19 people there oh, total. Okay. And um, everyone from like um, the vice president and the HR person who hired me and some of their admin staff to all of their different teams that do various things for the company. So it was really great. Wow. I super that loved it. That is so neat. Can I, um, what's the name of the book that you made? The little booklet that you made? Oh, I made a workbook and kind of called, yeah, I called the course, um, the Enneagram goes to work. Just thought it would be so fun to do that. Can I bring up an obvious point? Mm -hmm. There's your book idea Mm. right there. Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's very kind of you to say. Um, I'm serious. Like you're so passionate about it. That's true. I don't know that I really have the credentials or credibility to write a real book. As opposed to the book you wrote years ago that was not real? I don't know what that means. That was imaginary. Um, That's very kind of you. And who knows? I mean, when I was doing that, I, I did start thinking like... This may be really something that I could get into in terms of like, I know there's Enneagram coaching things that you can do. I just, I don't know, like, I'm genuinely enthusiast level, a hobbyist. I'm an Enneagram hobbyist, you might say. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Really, okay. I think really... you're a little bit more than that, but. <laughs> a so... professional. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I guess I am now. Exactly. Exactly. Man, so, that's really neat, though. Thank you for that. That was a, that was definitely a highlight of September for me. So, yeah, it was super yes, fun. That's good. I love that's it. good. Okay, well, I don't want to keep you up too late, but before we wrap up, I did want to ask: like, are there is there anything as you're kind of rounding out September 2021? Is there anything that you're kind of like into? Maybe. Uh, I don't know if you have you watched any movies or binged anything on TV or have you listened to any podcasts, anything like that? Well, I will drop in and say that I know that Kelly the other day was talking about the morning show. Yes, um, Matt and I love it. We are still on season one, but oh my gosh, it's so good. I just want to reiterate everything that Kelly said because it's so amazing. I just yes, love it. okay, good, good, yeah. Um, there is also a really good podcast that I kind of just stumbled upon, mm-hmm. and it's called Behind the Bastards. Have you heard yeah, of it? I have heard of it, Behind the Bastards. Um, is it like, t- does it tell the stories of like notorious people yes. in history? Yeah. I mean, just okay. anybody. I mean, like they did a like two-part special on Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes. Okay, I have to go find it immediately. That sounds fascinating. It is so good. So I stumbled upon it because I was like looking up Josh Duggar stuff, the Duggar family. <laughs> Which is a hobby of yours, by it the is, way. It is very much a hobby of mine. 
I'm kind of obsessed with that whole thing, even though it's a mess. Um, and I found I found Behind the Bastards, and then wait, like, was Josh Duggar was Josh oh, Duggar yeah. one of the stories oh. they featured? Oh yeah, they do a two part thing on Josh Duggar. And oh my gosh, okay, it goes really in depth, and it's just like, oh, that that cult is so crazy. Um, <laughs> yes, but then I fall, I you know, subscribe to the podcast, and they do all kinds of crazy people so yeah it's um i don't know if you ever listened to uh the last podcast on the left they moved to i don't know spotify or spotify. something mm-hmm. so i don't listen to them anymore yeah but they kind of have um that style of oh, storytelling okay. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's really interesting yeah i like it that sounds fantastic i have heard that one mentioned in various circles for a while yeah. my podcast queue like everybody else's I'm sure is just so full that I have never um, gone to check it out speaking of being obsessed with something I am still obsessed with our shared beloved Patrick Hines and yes of course the podcasts he creates you know you and I've listened Mm -hmm. to true crime obsessed pretty much since the beginning and they're about to do their 200th episode and they're going to do like a clip show revisiting past moments i'm very excited Mm -hmm. about that i am too i am too and then you and i both have fallen in love with obsessed with disappeared which is Mm -hmm. patrick hines with ellen marie marsh um his longtime best friend and emily when i tell you on wednesday mornings i'm Mm -hmm. just like okay it's wednesday let's listen to owd Um, absolutely they are hilarious together that is you and I will text each other like like one liners yes. from the episode, and we'll just be like, "Yep, I clocked that." Yes, <laughs> so funny, so funny. I don't know that I've really picked up anything new lately because, again, uh-huh. with all the stuff going on with the boys, I have been in the weeds for sure. So yes. I haven't really picked up anything new. I've kind of, you know, what I yeah. love obsessed with disappeared so much that sometimes I will like if there's nothing that I can think of to listen to like while I'm doing dishes or folding laundry or something, I'll go listen to like some of their first episodes again, even though I've listened to them more than once. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I do have a big fail, which is not always awesome, but I was really excited for myself because I got this, this cute top on Amazon. I actually loved the top so much that I got, I got it in white and I got it in like a, minty greenish minty green blue kind of color it was it's Mm -hmm. like how can i explain this it almost looks okay it looks like a very 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 dressy version of a raglan shirt and that it has like a call like it has like a crew neck collar and a solid i'm like trying to show you over zoom like a solid um middle part bodice if that's what you were thinking of like with a, a shirt it's like a pullover Okay. It zips up the back. But then the sleeves have this really interesting fabric that looks almost like lace, but don't don't freak out. It does it's not lace. It's Okay. Mm, I am I am really It's like intricately detailed. Yeah, but it's also got like holes in it, like holes in it like lace. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. um Yes. What what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. A doily? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean to be honest, it's not unlike a doily, okay? But okay. it's like the whole sleeve. Well, did you see the okay. picture I posted on my personal social of me and the twins at the homecoming game? Yes. That's the shirt yes. I'm talking about. That's the shirt in okay. white. And then 
like I said, I got it in that minty green color. I actually wore that when I taught that Enneagram workshop. When I first got mm-hmm. those shirts, I was like, these are so cute. They fit perfectly. I love them. I'm obsessed. But Emily, they are like made from the most polyester of polyester. They are so fake. The fabric. Okay. The fabric is. Yes. And I, I like can't even wear them. I feel, okay, you know how the. You know, I have the problem with my nails and I can't paint my nails because my nails are, you can't yes. breathe. Yes. When I wear that yes. shirt, I feel like my skin cannot breathe, even though the sleeves oh, have, no. have the doilies. The doily <laughs> sleeves are kind of panicking. You're kind of panicking right now just talking about it. <laughs> I wore that white shirt yesterday and I came, I had dropped kids off. I had run a few quick errands. I came home. I was standing in the kitchen talking to Kyle and I was like, I'm so hot in this thing. I had to take off. Thankfully, I had had like a camisole underneath. I had to take it off immediately in the kitchen because I was sweating because it was completely not breathable. Yeah, that's what polyester does, man. It it it's so poly. It's poly awful, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you have maybe become a clothing snob. I can only wear. Natural fabric to bed. I can only wear oh gosh, 100% cotton. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I don't like to end on a downer note. I will put a link in the show notes if for no other reason, so you guys can go try to <laughs> at least suss through, see the, what they look like. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> description I'm giving you guys. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. I should have just looked it up on Amazon so I could read you their description of it, but I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> Again, it's very late at night for us. Now we've we've passed yes. nine o'clock, so <laughs> it's, it's so late. Very late. It's very late. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think if there's anything else that we need to catch up on, or if there's if you know I talk about the things that I'm into a lot on the show. But yeah, I think that's everything. Thank you for taking the time to come and check in with us and the superstars for this awesome yes. overflow. Um, superstars, if you are new to being a superstar, first of all, welcome. We are so, so, so thankful for your support. As I mentioned earlier, you can go back in the archives. Truly, every bonus episode, every piece of bonus content we've ever created, it's all still there. You can listen to it if you'd like. Um, trying to think if you haven't signed up to get texts from me and from the team or to be able to text us, I will put that texting number into the show notes for this episode again so that you can reach out and connect with us there. We do, of course, have our Facebook group for our superstars. So yeah, there's lots of ways you can connect with us. We'd love to hear from you so, so, so much. So Emily, thank you again so much for joining me for this conversation. I hope that I truly hope your October is like the most boring month ever. I would love that for you. Me too. Me too. (laughs) And superstars, I I wish some boredom for you too, in in the most awesome way possible. (laughs) Yes, in a pleasant way. In a very pleasant way. <laughs> Pleasantly boring. That's our goal for October. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's everything. So we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Superstars, thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.